Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Easy Tarot Lessons. I'm Dusty White, the author of The Easiest Way to Learn the Tarot Ever and Advanced Tarot Secrets. Both of them are available on Amazon and hopefully at your local metaphysical store or favorite bookshop. If not, we'll just tell them you want it. I stand behind these books and we were getting a lot of good word. Uh, my point with these free lessons is not to sell you a book, but to tell you that they're, they're available and to give you a lot of good, free, real-world advice from my 35 years of experience and from real-world students that are actively out there doing it. And we find out what works and what doesn't. So sit down and spend a few minutes with us. We're going to talk about uh, court cards and maybe a couple other things. Uh, I've got Becky here today. Uh, Becky, thank you for making it again. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. The problem that I have is reading the kings and queens as people I'm fine with. And the knight of swords and the knight of wands I'm fine with. The main problem I have is if they come up in a reading to do with the situation, is rather than reading them as people, how you then read them in a situation, if that makes sense. Okay, give me an example. Um, okay, uh, Celtic Cross, um, <sighs> alright, let's think Beth, uh, someone's trying to sell their house, and they want to know, um, they've got a prospective buyer coming, and they're trying to find out, um, I don't know, how they could either present the house best, or how it's going to go, and then say you had... I don't know, the outcome uh, as one of the pages, how you then read that as an outcome rather than as a person. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. Um, actually, it does. But um, a couple of things. Mm -hmm. um, okay. First off, because uh, I'll, I'll say pages for a moment because uh, yep. that's going to be the most obvious. And, and I don't want to forget the other part. Remember that always the the cards answer the question that you ask based on the situation presented to you. Mm-hmm. So the situation presented to you is uh, we're trying to sell this house, right? Yeah. And they're having difficulties and they want to sell it better, faster, get more money, whatever. Is that is that basically it? Yep. And so from that information, you have formulated your own question because... You're the reader, and the cards are going to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So now we don't have a question that you have specifically asked. I just have their situation that you're presenting me with. That's okay. I just want to make sure we're clear on that, right? Yeah. I mean, because the problem in that was the fact that um, I was just throwing out a really quick scenario. Right. That's, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. I'm just saying that um, because, you know, people are listening, they're like, ah, oh, you know. I don't want them to think that they can get away with just, you know, throwing out. Uh, again, I, I, was, I was putting some tweets together today, um, and I was reminded by myself that um, tarot reading is just like computer programming. And in computer programming, they have a, a nice little mnemonic memory device. It says, garbage in garbage out. <laughs> it means if you give bad programming, if you write bad code, 
then when you go to try to run your little program like, oh, I don't know, Office, not yeah. necessarily Microsoft Office, because we all know that Microsoft does no, it does no evil, does no wrong ever. But if there was like you were running a pro- software in your office and that office software that you were using was crap, it's probably because some company who's not Microsoft screwed it up. Same thing with giving reading. If you haven't, if you skipped your pre-spread work or you haven't asked a proper question or you wrote the question down or you didn't write the question down and then you forgot what you, you know, so you ask the question, you shuffle your deal and it's been 10 minutes later, you're like, well, I think I asked this because now you yes. don't remember and you know, so you're trying to figure out how to answer a question when you forgot what the question was. That's what I mean by garbage in, garbage out, right? That's a really, really good analogy. And it's very important because I've done this a lot. I've, I've made a lot of mistakes, and I hope that you won't. So you won't have to. Now, uh, let's go right back to the pages. Mm-hmm. Based on no information at all, because it's a totally made-up scenario where you don't even have a question. Yeah. The general question or the general situation was something like, how do we sell the house, blah, 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 what can they do? And yeah. it said the outcome was a page. Yeah. Now, if we go back to the, and I'm going to put some quotes, traditional meaning, which is not a bad thing. Traditional meanings are not bad. They're just, um, sometimes they're helpful, sometimes they're not. Um, it doesn't matter. You know, uh, I just don't want you to be, you know, reliant on them 100%. You know, it's like, oh, but the book says this. I hate that. It's a, Worst way to give a reading and the easiest way to get screwed up and, and think that you can't do this. But they're there for a reason. So the traditional meaning says that pages are children or messages. Now, you didn't tell me what page it was. So if it could be any one of the pages and mm-hmm. it's the final outcome, well, let's run through if it's the page, we'll do uprights first. Yep. If it's the page of cups, it could be, huh, good news. Because it's a message. It's emotionally pleasant. Emotionally pleasant message. Yeah. Good, good news. Okay. If it's the page of coins, it could be financial news. As in, here's an offer. So yes. somebody is going to make an offer on their house. Or, again, your intuition is really going to tell you what the card means. It's not like you can just look at it and go, mathematically, and say, <laughs> yeah. Because it could be an offer on the house, or it could be a real estate agent coming in saying, I'd like to represent your house. You know, a big-time residential real estate agent who could probably move the house in, like, five minutes. You know? Yep. Um, now, those are two different things altogether, we got one page. Ah, how are we supposed to know? Well, that's why we have, that's why we do the exercises, that's why we play the games, and that's why we have an intuition. Uh, okay. Uh, just to let everybody know, all of this can be found in the easiest way to learn the tarot ever and in advanced tarot secrets. It's it, two books, not nine books, not 15 books. God bless anybody who writes nine books on the tarot. But if I have to read nine books on the tarot, that means the author hasn't done their job in in two, three, even four books. 
I don't want to be writing books on the tarot for the rest of my life. There's just not that much to write. Especially when most tarot books are the same thing over and over again. So, uh, page of cups, page of coins, page of swords, hmm, you could get an, uh, you could be challenged. <laughs> uh, you could get a lawsuit. <laughs> the, um, I like to look at the page of swords as harsh, challenging, sharp words. Not necessarily bad, but not like the page of cups where everything's all bunnies and unicorns or page of coins. Hey, here's some money. Um, page of wands. Um, announcements, uh, messages, maybe somebody getting the out ad out. Maybe it, the, and they say maybe because we don't even have a question here. Um, so we'll have to forgive the vagueness of it all. But, um, that, you know, that caveat aside, with the page of wands as an outcome in this particular situation without a question, um, we could say that the page of wands could be, uh, an indication that that person is going to, uh, or the cards are saying, you know what, you're gonna have to get out there and beat the bushes. You're gonna have to get out there and put some ads out. Hey, I'm selling this house. Hey, uh, hello everybody, house for sale, house available. Yeah. You know, you have to bang the drum because the page of wands, uh, is often seen as an announcement. Like, you didn't get the memo. Why would be the, the page of wands reversed if you didn't get the memo? So the memo and its announcement, it's an advertisement, uh, call to action. Does that make sense, Vicky? Completely. And also, just quickly, that I just um, thought, it's actually a very good example at the moment, because I know you're struggling a bit um, to give a meaning to them in the context, is because we haven't nailed a question down. And it goes back to what I was saying to you last time about kind of general questions equals equal general readings. Whereas if we had a specific question, you can then nail down uh, what it would mean. No, I like it. Okay. So real quick, just just for fun, a page of swords reversed is generally a little bit harsher, a little bit more... uh, now again, anytime you reverse a card, you can make it worse, you can make it less of, or it can be an avoidance of. Oh my god, there's a lot of possibilities. Well, remember, there's only 78 cards. Even if we reverse them, that's 156 cards. And we have millions of things that can happen to us throughout the year. That means the cards kind of have to really pull double and triple duty, which again, we cover over this in the book over and over and over. But if people don't have the book and they just listen to this, like, ah, you can't look at the cards and memorize keywords or phrases and alchemical, uh, what is it, uh, Kabbalistic or numerological meanings and expect that to be that. If you find uh, a system of belief that helps you understand reality better, such as religion, philosophy, alchemy, Astrology, numerology, great. If you want to apply the tarot to your personal system of belief, great. But you don't need to become dot, dot, dot in order to read the tarot. The tarot is nothing more than a language, visual language that the gods use to, uh, to speak with you. And if you are, you know, seeking enough, 
to seek out answers, then by all means, you know, uh, alchemy, uh, astrology, those are my, two of my favorites, um, Buddhism, um, various forms of paganism, because there's a whole bunch of stuff, um, numerology, some people uh, subscribe to, I don't discount that. Uh, and, and these are the big ones, you know, there, there's many, many others, but, you know, Zoroastrianism, and go on and on, but it's just me spouting out words, which is why I always stay in the mainstream, so we don't stand up on a sidetrack. Um, oh, and then real quick, page of, uh, page of coins reversed, um, if page of coins is money coming in, page of coins reversed, money coming out, but it's trivial, uh, it's minor, or it's messages of, um, yeah. Comparative to the aces, because the aces are big and unwieldy. It's like, look at this giant coin. <laughs> you know? Like, ace of coins reversed, balloon payment on your mortgage. <laughs> or uh, ace of coins, tax refund. Ace of coins reversed. Boy, you're going to get smacked around by the tax man. Yeah. Um, and what was it? Oh, page of cups reversed. Well, it'd be bad news. Or it could, you know, it could be bad news. could be creative block, blah, blah, blah. But... We're answering the question in context. Um, this is why I um, invented that uh, exercise, uh, cards in scenario. Um, yeah. Where you do all your exercises, but now you have, exactly as you said, uh, a scenario where we say, okay, so if this happens, and now we're going to throw out some cards based on that rather than just generically oh what does a page of cups mean as well it means a lot of things but in this particular situation and what we've done here is kind of a combination of cards and scenarios plus the other exercise which is card and position so we've said you know in the card position 10 the final outcome that's card and position based on the scenario cards and scenario um this card comes up in this scenario what does it mean or what are the possible meanings or how would we interpret it? Um, so good, good question. And just letting everybody know how they could recreate this at home. So I, I, well, that's fine now. You know, how does that apply to me? Because you could apply it to any situation question, uh, matter at hand, and any card and any spread. But you have to understand the spread you're working with. You have to know what each card position means. That's easy, you know, that's, that's what we do. It's like picking up a hammer and going, I'm going to be a carpenter. I better learn how this hammer works. <laughs> Fortunately, it's not that hard, but a lot of, a lot of finesse. Yeah, same thing with the tarot. Uh, and then, of course, you know, you, you got to have to understand how the cards speak to you. One of the things I was, uh, another thing I was tweeting out today is, is it tarot Tuesday tweet day? Uh, I don't know. Oh, and it's Friday. So I don't have an F for Friday. It's Tarot <laughs> Friday. We got Manifestation Monday and Tarot Tuesday. Oh, gee, look at that. That's I, I'm sure I'm like the 15th person today who's come up with that alliteration. So, um, but just goof around But uh, one of the things that was uh, wanted to get out was uh, talk myself in a circle now. I forgot what I was going to say, so I got ran for a moment. Oh, hell, I forgot. Um, but, oh, yeah, it's about a dialogue. I remember now. Uh, this is one of my favorite things. And I've told you this before, Becky, but I told you this, like, off off podcast so nobody knows. You want to develop a dialogue with your deck. 
and, and you know what? Let me ask you, because you, you're, you're new to this, but you've been working with me. Mm-hmm. Straight out, I, I can't come poke you in the arm if, if you tell me something I don't like. So just, because you're, you're on the other side of the Atlantic. Uh-huh. Obviously, people are going to expect you to tell the truth, but I just want to make sure we're totally clear, you know, nothing up my sleeve. In your time, because I haven't asked you this particular question, so I probably should, being a teacher. In your time working with the tarot, mm-hmm. have you started to develop a dialogue with your card? And before you cards, and before you answer that, let me clarify what exactly what I mean. Yes, you asked the cards a question, uh, and the cards answer. But what I'm really striving at is. You, a dialogue means you give readings and it, it almost feels like sometimes more often than not is of course better, but it feels like the cards are actually speaking to you or yeah. they may speak to you beyond the meanings or the images or, or there's a little inside joke every once in a while where it's kind of tongue in cheek, but you feel like you're actually talking to a person. And not in a schizophrenic way, but but that the cards are really giving you answers, not just like, well, it's, this means this because the book says so. Have you experienced that at all? And if you have, tell us what it's like. Yes, and you've just basically given them what I was going to say. I have, because the way I'd explain it is it's a bit like, um, you know, when you're giving someone a reading, you're having a conversation with someone, literally, because you're speaking, they're listening, and if you're lucky, they'll talk back to you. But I'm at the point now where, like you say, I feel like there's a third person in the room. And the bit that I love as sort of with the practice and study I've progressed is, like you say, I don't. You see, the problem I've got with the court cards is I'm because I'm I'm sort of a bit niggly with them. I'm almost pulling in all my old bad habits where it's almost like, right, this is what they mean. And then I'm trying to make it fit. Whereas the bit that. I do like now is my because I have spent so much time doing the exercises, getting to know the cards. They do. They don't just talk to me. They sing, they dance, they shout, they point at me. And like you say, with the in jokes, the thing at the moment is every time I'm practicing, um, <laughs> the gods have got a sense of humor where I'm concerned because they all do. they're at me is court cards. I'm almost saying, please don't give me a court card. And they're like, OK. And then, like, you know, you've got nothing but court cards. Um, but, I mean, the wonderful, the thing that I would say to people listening, because, you know, you've done it just now, where you've said, well, it could mean this, or it could mean this, or it could mean that. And it's almost that kind of, well, how on earth am I going to know what it means? But you do, and you just do. And it's some of it's the logical side, where you're reading the card in position, in scenario, in relation to the question. But there's almost like an extra layer to that that can't be taught where you just know. And I can't say how you know, but you just know something dings in your head and you you know what the right meaning is. Yeah, I, I got the image of driving. Um, I could sit down and grab somebody and teach them how to drive. I mean, I 
Who needs the keys? The cards, the car is sitting here. I sit in the driving steering wheel. I say, sit in the driver's seat. And I say, this is a steering wheel. And I move back and forth and say, he turns the car and here's what, and I could describe to them what is going to happen. And I could tell them, you're either going to come up to a light and it's going to be red, yellow, or green. Or sometimes just red or green. But you've got to, you know, do this, know that. And I can give them all the theory. And we can even do a little practice exercise. But the first time they merge on a freeway, now it's, it's simple. If they're merging on a freeway, hopefully they've been able to at least drive out of the driveway and go down the street and maybe take a left-hand turn. But it's it's literally something very instinctual. You're starting from maybe, what, I don't, I'm going to say in miles per hour, but um, 10, 20, 30 miles an hour, however many kilometers that is. And you've got to maybe 100 yards or 100 meters or whatever, to mm-hmm. get onto the freeway at a speed that's flowing at the same speed of traffic. Now, it's always different. I've gotten on a freeway thousands of times, tens of thousands of times. And this is what I've done. done a lot of my life just driving for work uh, as a job. And there's a sweet spot. There's cars zipping by, and you've just got to find your way in there. And... It's not one of those things where you're thinking, oh, I must do this and approach this speed at this rate. And, and you because, you know, sometimes you're you're hitting the gas and the brake or you're doing it at the same time. And you get the blinker on, you're like, ah, and you're, oh, shit, this truck. Oh, anyway. So you're, but when you do it, it's literally an instinctive, instinctive move. The first couple of times you're trying to merge onto the freeway, it's, it's scary. It's scary as hell. And then, you know, you're driving too slow, you're driving too fast, or you're, bah, 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 you know, the little bumps <laughs> on the road, and you're like, or, or a lot of people have wall phobia, or, um, especially on windy roads, when they build those little guard walls about, uh, I would, uh, three feet or a meter high, and you're in that lane, and, and, you know, you're turning this way and that way, and the wall is like six inches, eight inches away from you. Like, oh, no. People people want to get away from that. They want to get in the nice empty lane or the, or the lane where, it's, you know, there's not that wall there because you think you're going to slide into it. This is exactly how it is with the tarot. Um, so much you learn by just doing it and just being out there. And I think that's... I think that's what you're describing is is using the driving analogy, which I think, I mean, you drive and hopefully everybody else is at least ridden in a car so they can get an idea that a lot of it, when you're driving, I don't know about you, but I'm putting on makeup, I'm watching TV because I got a little thing in the hood, I'm, uh, I'm oh, of course I'm checking my texts, and uh, I like to read a book. The last thing I'm doing is thinking about I am going 75 miles, oh, excuse me, 55 miles an hour because it's safe and saves lives. And I am checking my blind spot. No, you're thinking about, you sing along with do, run, run. I'm just thinking of some kind of crazy Beach Boys song. I don't, I don't know. But you're going down the road, the last thing you're thinking about is like how you're driving. Do you know what I yeah. mean, Becky? Completely. Except you guys are on the wrong side of the road, which you come over here on the wrong side of the road, you drive us all crazy. <laughs> but with the driving as well, I don't know about everybody else, but I know that if I start thinking about my driving, that's when it tends to fall apart. I mean, 
prime example is I was driving an automatic for three years. My latest car is a manual. And the first couple of times I was driving it, I was very definitely right, okay, clutch down, get to the biting point, ease off, stalled all the time. And then all of a sudden I thought, I've been driving manuals an awful lot longer than I've been driving automatics. And you do, when you drive, it, it is such a kind of, instinctive thing because you know what you're doing and the second you start thinking about it that's when I'll stall or it just goes all out the window and I don't think tarot reading is any different when you just let it flow and let the process flow and trust I mean like I said to you in the last podcast trusting that I know what I'm doing has been a big breakthrough for me and I think if you can trust that you know how to do it, it flows. It's when you start trying to think about it intellectually that it all falls apart. The same way with the driving, the second you start thinking about driving, even if you wanted to go through the mechanics of, right, clutch down, into first, down to second, it's not going to work. Whereas, you know, I'm a mum. Half the time I'm having a conversation with the kids. I'm being a referee. We're arguing over what's going to be on the radio or what not's going to be the radio. Someone wants the heater on. Someone wants the heater off. If I can do all of that and get us somewhere safe. McDonald's. McDonald's. Oh, I, I can read tarot cards. And it's it's exactly like that. Exactly like that. And I think that's that's a really good analogy to explain letting the instinctive side Right. There are a set of skills, you know, driving in the tarot, same thing. There yeah. are skills that you got to know. And, and like you said, brake, clutch, gas pedal, shift. Um, but we have to, and that's, that's why we have the exercises and the games and the books, is so that in your own driveway, on your own little practice course, goofing around with your friends, uh, you know, same thing driving in the tarot, you can get all of your basic skills down. You don't want to try to learn your skills out on the freeway. You don't want to try to learn your skills rolling through a, a red light in a busy intersection because you mistook the brake for the clutch. You're like, wait, yeah. wait, I'm pressing on the pedal. Nothing's happening. You know, and I'm not going to say that I haven't done that before, but yeah. Um, so this, again, why I'm always pushing people to get the books, try them out, use them, do the exercises, get a study buddy. Uh, they make it so much fun. The tarot gets infinitely easier to learn, and you end up giving much more amazing readings. Now, real quick, just a little bit more on the court cards, because then we'll get out of here, because i got a lesson to give. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... What other issues or problems? Because uh, it's good to check up on the court cards every once in a while. But, but how are they giving you? That's my squeaky chair. How are you? Uh, how are they giving you problems? Um, it's like I said. It was it was mainly the pages that were my sticking point, and it was reading them um, if they weren't. Now you're from Britain. Yeah. I'm from America, and it's worse than we never. Um, oh, God, I didn't like the guy. Well, he's dead anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, we don't have pages. We don't have knights and kings and queens and Williams and uh, Charleses and Keats and, 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 you know, yay, yay, you know, nothing, nothing against any of that. We just don't get it. You know, it's like, 
okay, you know, is this kind of like the president? Not, not really. I mean, it's I'm mean, throughout history. No, it, it's it's a king. It's it's a queen. Get it? No. Well, what's a knight? Well, it's this guy who goes out and he protects people's honor, and he's kind of like an enforcer, but he's kind of like a good guy. Like a, you know what a paladin is, right? Uh, no, you mean yeah. like Dungeons and Dragons? Like, oh God. So. There's a disconnect in West, in, in Western Western, meaning American and Western society, with the whole concept of uh, nobility. So, with you, um, it's kind of like was part of your history that certain boys, uh, possibly girls, but I'm thinking mostly boys, again, my, my ignorant American awareness of the world history, um, were, were kind of farmed off, much like the, the precursor to boarding school. Yeah. The, the rich, uh, rich people would send their kids off to some other rich people and say, here, here's a servant. <laughs> you know, feed them, clothe them, uh, put them to work, give them a skill, and that boy would be in service to the squire. They'd be messenger boys. They'd be errand boys. Hence the whole thing about pages being either students or messengers, because mm-hmm. now, you know, once you understand that, it's like, oh, well, yeah, okay, so the, the pages are representational of their career, if you can call it that, being a messenger or a message, because you, know? mm-hmm. you don't really look at the page, you're like, oh, here's the message, thank you, boy, uh, okay, and you focus on the message, because that was the whole point, maybe the kid sticks around, and you're like, here, take that message back, but you don't really, the focus isn't on the little Rugrat or crumb cruncher that brings you the message. The whole point is that so and so who's important or rump rump and can't be bothered to get up off his ass and come talk to you in person has sent this little pipsqueak with a with a message that that you must read and attend to. So therefore, the onus is on the occupation of the page. Does that make sense? Completely. We we just don't really have that in America, so I completely understand how that's much more confusing. And then, again, with knights, I really think that they are a unique card to show progress, especially yeah. because of the way Pamela did it. You know, here's Knight of Coins. Well, we're at a dead stop. Here's the Knight of Cups. He's he's it's weird. He's trotting, and he's really reining his horse in, and he's holding his cup steady. It's like Oh, it's like somebody's really trying to take, keep control of their emotions, you know, tight rein. So it's kind of a slow, steady progress. Then you got Knight of Swords. Wee! Let's go, go, go. Hi, you're hot. Let's go to bed. What? Dinner? Yeah, I'll buy you dinner afterwards. What? What? It's eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we'll do it twice. Like, you talk about moving fast. This Knight of Swords is crazy. And then, of course, my favorite is the Knight of Wands. I am a knight. It is such a peacock. Such a uh, look at me. I'm. Uh, by the way, talk about peacock. I just saw uh, that Hunger Games last night, and I won't give any spoilers except for they call one guy a peacock. And I, I looked at him and I was like, "Yep, that's the Knight of Wands." <laughs> He's like, "Here's I'm a peacock. Look at me. I'm. I got a pretty smile. It even has a sugar cube for the horse. So it's like, hey, here it is." So, in that sense, I found that that's most, uh, a very reliable, the most reliable way that I have personally found 
to uh, to read the nights. Uh, yep. Indicate uh, speed of progress of travel, and that's something that is not really addressed in the the tarot. Is uh, how fast or slow is something actually going to proceed? Yeah. See, they tend to give me an indication of speed, so it's it's good to know that I'm kind of uh, on the right track there. Yeah, it certainly helps. All right. Um, well, that wraps this up. We have anything else really quick we want to cover? No, that was that was really really helpful because I know from speaking to other students that court cards can be a bit of a sticking point sometimes. All right, I'll let you go. I got a lesson in ten minutes. Thank you very much, Becky. Okay. Thanks, Dusty.